0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 902. Are you setting smart weight loss goals or setting yourself up for failure? Part two by Julia Steyer with dietspotlight.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Tuesday and a very happy New Year's Eve to you and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, I recommend listening to yesterday's episode first, that's episode 901, but if you're all caught up, let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Are you setting smart weight loss goals or setting yourself up for failure? Part two by Julia Steyer with dietspotlight.com. Did you know muscle is more dense than fat? So the common question is, how can you burn fat, build muscle, and lose weight at the same time? That's easy. The three processes occur independently of each other. You can cut calories and work out to lose fat and gain muscle. You can lose an average of one to two pounds a week when dieting healthfully but it takes a month or longer for some to gain one pound of muscle. One thing I preach to my clients when we begin the journey to a healthier lifestyle is understanding there will be a moment when you might gain weight or hit a plateau in the very beginning. And that can derail an individual and cause them to go back to counterproductive habits. This is why it's important to set smart weight loss goals. Quote, Goals and questions with neutral, middle-of-the-road options create apathy and are less likely to encourage behavior change. This is according to Ioannis Kareklas, PhD. Examples of smart goals. Quote, momentum is critical to winning the game of fitness. With that said, people often fall short of their goals because they lose perspective on their situation. For example, if someone wants to lose 20 pounds, they should set smaller benchmarks that are attainable in shorter periods. We all wanna feel like winners. And when you set micro goals, you rig the game in your favor along with becoming more confident. This is according to Julian Hayes, certified nutrition and sleep science coach. So let's take a client who's looking to lose 40 pounds for a wedding in six months. She is five feet, seven inches tall and currently weighs 200 pounds. According to the BMI chart, she would be considered overweight. By losing 40 pounds, it would then put her in the normal healthy BMI range. So in this example of a smart goal, I'll explain the specific path needed to reach this specific goal. So let's start with the S, specific. Lose 40 pounds in six months. The first progress milestone is to lose eight pounds in five weeks. M, measurable. The scale would probably be the most practical measurement of weight loss, but because we determined the client's BMI, she can also use body composition or circumference measurements to measure her progress too. A, Attainable. Losing 8 pounds in the first 5 weeks is attainable. This also considers the body's general adaptation to adjusted physical activity exertion and intensity. R. Realistic. Aiming for 8 pounds in 5 weeks is practical and keeps the client on track to achieve her overall goal of 40 pounds in 6 months for the wedding. T. Timely. Five weeks is a reasonable time frame to lose 8 pounds because it's not unusual to lose anywhere from one half pound to two pounds per week. Individual SMART-er goals. By setting up smaller milestones within SMART goals can help the person see if the changes they are making are working. Say this client in the first five weeks only loses five pounds. As she begins to self-analyze her goals, she may realize she hasn't added any physical activity to her weekly routine. She then needs to set SMART-er goals. The loss of five pounds is not a failure. It is progress, but it can always be better. She reevaluates and redirects her SMART weight loss goals for the next five-week milestone by incorporating 30 to 60 minutes of physical activity three to five times a week. By doing this, it might push her towards that weight loss she is striving for. The American Heart Association, or AHA, recommends 75 minutes per week of vigorous exercise or it can be a combination of moderate and vigorous exercise for a recommended 150 minutes, which parallels the Department of Health and Human Services' recommendations. So, as this individual begins adding exercise to her weekly plan, she begins to improve her overall health and sets herself up to successfully lose the weight and, of course, keep it off. The Bottom Line on Smart Weight Loss Goals Using the SMART method will offer a person a feeling of accomplishment and control as they begin to work through the process. There can be snags and setbacks, but by reevaluating the SMART goals, it can offer a solution on how to redirect for improvement. Set a goal and break it down into several small, easy to achieve micro steps. Quote, wouldn't it be easier if we could just set our mind to something and then do it? Don't be discouraged. We humans need time to make changes. Even though the turtle steps are absurdly small, they are the beginning of big change. This is according to Christine Carter, PhD. It's empowering to know that all results fall on the individual's willingness to establish and follow through on little milestones or goals throughout the journey. If the timeline of the weight loss goal is long in duration, be sure to set up checkpoints throughout the process. If the timeline is short, make sure progress can be measured accordingly. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Are You Setting Smart Weight Loss Goals or Setting Yourself Up for Failure? by Julia Steyer with dietspotlight.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I love that last quote from Christine Carter. Sometimes small steps lead to big changes. Dr. B.J. Fogg over at Stanford University truly believes in this idea of baby steps, baby steps leading to small changes. So when we think about setting micro goals, micro smart goals, an example would be something, and I'm gonna borrow this from Dr. B.J. Fogg of Stanford University. He'd say something like, look, if you wanna get stronger with regards to maybe your chest muscles, do something like this. Set a micro goal like, Every time I get up in the morning, I'm gonna drop down and do just two push-ups. That's it, done, I'm done for the day. But you're gonna do that every day. And here's the magic that often happens. Let's say you're capable of doing more than just two push-ups. So when you get down there and you're doing those two push-ups and you're like, oh, this wasn't so bad, I'm actually stronger than I thought. Are you gonna stop at just two? No, you're probably gonna end up doing three or four, maybe up to even 10 or 20 then that creates momentum. You then feel good about yourself. Let's say you could only do two. You'll still feel great about yourself because you achieved your goal for that day, done. That's the magic of these micro goals or baby steps. Even if you just do two push-ups or two sit-ups or even just two pull-ups a day or one pull-up a day, you still will get stronger because you're still gonna use those muscles. Doesn't doing just two push-ups or two sit-ups or one pull-up a day sound a lot better than working out for 30 minutes straight? Yes, of course, working out for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and modifying the intensity and doing all sorts of exercises, yes, that would be better. Absolutely, not arguing that. But if it helps get you started, do two push-ups a day, start there. Your ultimate goal, though, should be to increase it. At some point, you're gonna wanna set a different goal and say, I'll do 10 push-ups as soon as I wake up in the morning, and then maybe I'll do 30 push-ups when I first get up in the morning. And maybe that translates to I'll then do a 10-minute chest workout and a 15-minute walk at noon. You get the idea. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Wishing you a very happy New Year's Eve. Enjoy. Have a wonderful time. But be safe out there. And I'll see you tomorrow in 2020 where your optimal life awaits.